Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Welcome back, everybody, to The Rock's Bible Reading Podcast. My name is Zach. It is fantastic um, that you're listening today. Um, I hope that you're enjoying listening to my voice. It's a bit of a weird thought, but I hope you enjoy it anyway. Uh, We've been reading through the book of Corinthians, which has been really cool. We're up to chapter number seven. We've covered some pretty intense stuff, um, and we're going to be looking at sex and marriage in today's book. Uh, So we're up to chapter number seven, so let's get into it. Sex and marriage. Now, for my response concerning the issues you asked me to address, you wrote saying, it is proper for a man to live in celibacy, perhaps, but because of the danger of immorality, each husband should have sexual intimacy with his wife, and each wife should have sexual intimacy with her husband. A husband has the responsibility of meeting the sexual needs of his wife, and likewise, a wife to her husband. Neither the husband nor the wife have exclusive rights to their own bodies, but those rights are to be surrendered to the other. So don't continue to refuse your spouse those rights, except perhaps by mutual agreement, for a specified time so that you can both be devoted to prayer. And then you should remain your physical pleasure so that the adversary cannot take advantage of you because of your desires of your body. I'm not giving you a divine command, but my godly advice. I would wish that all of you could live unmarried, just as I do. Yet I understand that we are all decidedly different, with each having a special grace for one thing or another. So let me say to the unmarried and those who have lost their spouses, it is fine for you to remain single, as I am, If you have no power over your passions, then you should go ahead and marry, for marriage is far better than a continual battle with lust. Divorce. And to those who are married, I give this charge, which is not mine, but the Lord's, that the wife should not depart from her husband. But if she does, then she should either remain unmarried or reconcile with her husband, and a husband must not divorce his wife. To the rest I say, which is not a saying of the Lord, if a brother has an unbelieving wife and she is content to live with him, he should not divorce her. And if a woman has a husband who is not a believer and he is content to live with her, she should not divorce him. For the unbelieving husband has been made holy by his believing wife, and the unbelieving wife has been made holy by her believing husband by virtue of his or her sacred union to a believer. Otherwise, the children from this union would be unclean, but in fact, they are holy. But if the unbelieving spouse wants a divorce, then let it be. In this situation, believing spouse is not bound to the marriage, for God has called us to live in peace. And wives, for all you know, you could one day lead your husband to salvation. Or husbands, how do you know for sure that you could not one day lead your wife to salvation. Living the life God has assigned. May all believers continue to live the wonderful lives God has called them to live, according to what he assigns for each person. This is what I teach to believers everywhere. 
when you were called to follow Jesus, you were circumcised, it would be futile to try and undo the circumcision. And if you were called while yet uncircumcised, there is no need to be circumcised. Your identity before God has nothing to do with circumcision or uncircumcision. What really matters is following God's commandments. So everyone should continue to live faithful in the situation of life in which they were called to follow Jesus. Were you a slave when you heard the call to follow Jesus? Don't let that concern you. Even if you can gain your freedom, make the most of the opportunity. For truly, if you are called to a life union with the Lord, you are already a free man. And those who are called to follow Jesus when they were free are now the Messiah's slaves. Since a great price was paid for your redemption, stop having the mindset of a slave. Brothers and sisters, we must remain in close communion with God, no matter what our situation when he was first called to follow Jesus. Instructions to the single and widowed. Now, let me address the issue of singleness. I must confess I have no command to give to you that comes directly from the Lord, but let me share my thoughts on the matter. As coming from one who has experienced the mercy of the Lord to keep faithful to him because of the severe pressure we are in, I recommend you remain as you are. If you are married, stay in the marriage. If you are single, don't rush into marriage. But if you do get married, you haven't sinned. It's just that I would want to spare you the problems you'll face with the extra challenges of being married. My friends, what I mean is this. The urgency of your times mean that from now on, those who have wives should live as though without them, and those who weep should forget their tears, and those who rejoice will have no time to celebrate, and those who purchase items will have no time to enjoy them. We are to live as those who live in the world but are not absorbed by it. For the world as we know it is quickly passing away. Because of this, we need to live as free from anxiety as possible. For a single man is focused on the things of the Lord and how he may please him. But a married man is pulled in two directions, for he is concerned about both the things God and the things of the world in order to please his wife. And the single woman is focused on things of the Lord so she can be holy both in body and in spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the things of the world and how she may please her husband. I'm trying to help you and make things easier for you and not make things difficult, so that you would have undistracted devotion, serving the Lord consistently with an undivided heart. However, if a man has decided to serve God as a single person, yet changes his mind and finds himself in love with a woman, although he never intended to marry, let him go ahead and marry her. It's not a sin to do so. And on the other hand, if a man stands firm in his heart to remain single and is under no compulsion to get married, but has control over his passions and is determined to remain celebrate, he has chosen well. So then, the one who marries his fiancée does well and the one who chooses not to marry her does better. Remarriage a wife is bound by the marriage covenant as long as her husband is living. But if the husband dies, she is free to marry again as she desires. But, of course, he should be a believer in the Lord. However, 
in my opinion, and I think that to have the spirit of God, she would be happier if she remained single. Amen. How good. I know that was a little bit of a longer chapter, so I'm just going to pray for us quickly, and then I encourage you guys to spend your own time with God and unpack that. Dear God, we thank you again that you love us, God. Whether we're single, whether we're married, God, whether we're being divorced, whether we've been widowed, God, it doesn't matter. You still love us so much, God. I pray that we are able to recognize your love today and feel your love. In your name we pray. Amen. Have a great day, guys. And until next time, hooroo. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day. Thank you.